Can you hear me now? Oh, I can. Yeah, I can. Fuck are you? Those are your fucking eyebrows. Dad's farm. Fucking dad's farm. <laughs> you Look. sold dad's farm. You sold dad's fucking farm. <laughs> Um, it's from the the Lady Gaga movie. What's it called? Um, uh, glitter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was that fucking movie? You made so many edits of it. Yeah, Rocket Raccoon. I forgot the name of the. Um, Stars Born. Stars Born. Yeah. Oh yes, right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It we're we're um. Uh, what's his name? Bradley Cooper. He mumbles a lot. He- you started a you started a cut down of just the narrative portions of surviving edged weapons. I remember that where you were. Yeah, I'm still working on that actually. Oh, well, that um, sounds some like something that you could get away with, like putting. No, out yeah, there. Th- that'll be fine. Uh, like, so I'm doing an, the narrative parts of what's it called? Uh, surviving so, edged yeah. weapons. Yeah, and it, it does have a story. Like, it does, if, you, it does. if you pay attention, yeah. there is a thread. Yeah, where like so a cop. Has whose to, like, arm is it that comes out of the door trying to stab the cop? <laughs> Just some other guy, some guy. Yeah. So <laughs> damn, so, it. I was hoping it was a character. What was the movie? Um, it was like um, they dubbed it again, and they re- Kung Pao was it? Oh uh, yeah, I believe Kung so. Pao yeah, the yeah, yeah. That's how. That's what I want us to do. Just re-record the voice, and it's like, fuck you. This is taste my sword, you bitch. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm gonna just consider this the start of the podcast because we. Yeah. Did. Yeah. <laughs> hey Wait, everyone, what? welcome to newbie Star Trek. Uh, we've been recording for a while. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm Marvin. I'm here with Ricardo and Dan. Say hi, everyone. I'm the Dan. Uh-huh. He's My name is Bradley Chino. Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bradley Cooper. You know, Bradley Cooper from Scarface. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the remake. I could see him doing, wanting to do a remake yeah. of... Of Scarface, but it would be a, it would be him doing Al Pacino doing a, a Cuban accent. <laughs> Say hello to my silver lining. Yeah. <laughs> or or, or he plays the same character from That's Star Wars. Is, yeah. is, is that your fucking? Is that is that my real fucking friend? <laughs> You're gonna, you're gonna say hello to my little friend. This is my fucking, your fucking. Oh, eyebrows. don't, don't shut up, girl. Yeah, your gun is beautiful. Anyway, welcome to newbie station. <laughs> uh, so, so the whole point of the podcast is that Ricardo is going through his first journey through Star Trek with us, and yes. uh, we're going to TNG right now. The episode we saw this week was Symbiosis, which is great because it's yet another prime, prime directive. directive. Yeah, we're, we're not. We have to follow the prime directive, but not. It's the primest directive. (laughs) It's the let's do whatever we want. We they told us to do something with this prime directive, and sometimes we're like, yeah, let's follow it, and sometimes we're like, eh. I feel like this is the episode that has held the prime directive as a concept in the highest regards thus far. So far, yes. It's even though the. Very Even though they're still bending it, the shit out of it. Yeah, the very beginning like, of it sort of violates it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, uh, this episode of Symbiosis it aired in April 18th of 1988. Dan, would you please it tell did? us what happened around that time? Oh, shoot. Uh, well, at the time, it's been about a, or a well, this aired exactly one week after the previous episode. There was no break. But um, in the meantime, 
Sonny Bono was elected mayor of Palm Springs, California. Whoa. Yeah. I didn't know that was ever even a thing. Yeah. So I guess that was like one of his first stepping stones to eventually becoming a congressman. Um, Wait, Sonny Bono became a congressman? Yeah. 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 Wow, I don't know. Wow. Are you the guy from Simpsons who woke up from a coma and asked <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do Sonny and Cher still have that stupid show? Well, one of them has like a, a Grammy and the other is a congressman. Good night. <laughs> it's funny because uh, we just watch Austin Powers and there's mm-hmm. that scene in Austin Powers where he's like, a lot has changed. What happened to Jimi Hendrix? He's dead. I happened to Mama Cass. She died from a ham sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, Anyway, moving on, moving on. Um, Sometime in April, I just just happened to see this tidbit, so I don't know exactly when in April because it won't say, but um, there's an arcade game by Namco release called Assault, and I just wanted to bring it up because it was one of the first examples of sprite scaling and rotation um, in a major video game in the arcades. So, So, like... Like so Mario like, Kart style? Yeah, or? I think Super okay. Nintendo Mode 7 stuff. Gotcha. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, What yeah, kind yeah. of game was it? It was like, uh, do you know the second level of Contra 3 where you're like walking yes. around? Yeah, it, it was that. Were you going, you're trying to go in through the... Wait, the, 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 is it the hallway sections or is that the first Contra? That's the very first like, Contra. What you're, okay, I'm talking okay. about the top down view where you're like oh, a guy gotcha. and yeah, then yeah, you yeah. like rotate yeah. the entire map around you. And yes, yes. It was that okay. sort of thing. Okay, okay. Um, cool. But the, the headliner piece of history news at the time is that on the 16th of April, two days prior to the airing of this episode, Studio Ghibli's Tonari no Totoro, a.k.a. My Neighbor Totoro, released in theaters. But what a lot of people in America may not be aware of is that it was actually a double feature release. Yeah. And it was <laughs> the other double the other part of this double feature was none other than Hotaru no Haka, which is known over here as Grave of the Fireflies. <laughs> what a great double feature. <laughs> which is a bleak tale of misery and dwindling hope set in the last month of or last months of World War II in Japan. Um yeah. It's a very harrowing affair. It's a beautiful movie that I refuse to ever watch again because I cannot deal with it. It's too sad. Like spoilers, the movie literally starts off with a young boy dying from starvation. (laughs) 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 So let's let's combine that with my, that's the first thing. You know what I couldn't figure out? What I couldn't find out in my cursory (laughs) search was which one came first. Yeah, I'm assuming it must be Grave of the Fireflies, right? I think it was because I think Grave of the Fireflies was originally the A movie and Totoro was the B. So I I think that tracks. I I, I would imagine that they want to, you know, leave audiences on a happier note. But that's like, you know, kids are coming in. Yeah, I don't see. know, man. Uh, either way, <laughs> it's a very weird juxtaposition. Very, very intense emotions involved. Yeah, it's like, like, like what is the American equivalent? Just to explain to people. It's the equivalent of pairing, like, say, uh, Schindler's List with, like, Back to the Future or yeah. something. It's yeah, like it's something like that, sure. <laughs> no, it, no, like Schindler's List with Toy Story. There that's, you go. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's the juxtaposition you're at. A little more here. like that. <laughs> yeah, like I can't imagine what it would have been like as like a parent or child in a theater on Because you know, Grave of the Fireflies weekend. is not a kid's movie. By, not, not by any stretch. Even though it stars kids almost exclusively, it is not a kid's movie. Did you know they made a remake of that live action remake of yeah. Grave I, of the Fireflies? I remember hearing about it, but I don't think I've seen it or seen it like any 
footage or pictures either. And it's really weird because it's entirely from the perspective of the ant. Oh, whatever. I don't know if I like that even as an idea. No, that's a stupid idea. Like, it's just like... Like, wouldn't like halfway through the movie, she would just like... They're gone. She would and stop then she's seeing like, the kids and that's yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I don't know. Oh, whatever. Uh, what a... Unless she follows them around and just watches them. <laughs> that would be terrible. <laughs> and she watches them slowly die. Hey, 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 spoilers. No, no. At the beginning of the, the the whole premise of the movie is that you know they're dead. Like, that's the whole point. Like, it literally starts off with him dying and meeting well, her in the You see afterlife. him die, but you don't know the exact fate of the other kid no you d- you know she's dead because you see they literally meet up in the afterlife and the story is a flashback from them in the afterlife so i don't know if maybe it was a twin <laughs> who died first <laughs> okay. and he's like you have to let me know where the other one is but that's the, i that's died kinda, to find out <laughs> but that's kind of the point of the movie is that it wants to take a, it it's like trying to immediately diffuse the shock of them being dead and the whole movie is about true. how did you get here? Like, because the movie doesn't want you to be like, oh, my God, will they die? Like, it doesn't want that type of tension. It wants you to see how a society failed them. So it, it's more of an exploration of that versus like sort of exploiting how their suffering is awful and like being like, will they die or not? It's like it's not about that. It's about like just showing how cruel society could be to people who are just trying to survive. But anyway. What a great One last way. thing about that movie, <laughs> the, the the fruit candies that are f- prominently featured in the movie are actually very delicious. They are. They're just very sad. <laughs> Sadly delicious. When you have just the one in the can. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, the first thing you have to do when you buy a tin is to pour everything out except one. <laughs> and then and then you have to like shake it around until it's crushed up and then you got to fill it with water. Yeah. And then- <laughs> Oh. This is two inside. Hey, symbiosis, Star Trek, what? Yeah, it was also about a society fucking over people, I yeah, guess. Yeah, this is kind of... <laughs> yeah, this is an interesting one, because it's got some some heavy themes. I mean, that Star Trek does. can have heavy themes. Oh, yeah. But this one's like almost like, hey, we live in a society... Like, like, you know, you know what yeah, I mean? It's like, it's like one of those, get like the camera, ma, he said it. Yeah. Here's a, here's a direct reflection of what goes on in America sort of thing. And here it is. Are you saying that this episode is like the TNG's Joker? It's like, yeah, it's like TNG's very special episode. <laughs> kind of, uh, sort of. Yeah. It kind of gets there because yeah. like it was, <laughs> you know, it's like drug addiction. Yeah, for, the well, heavy spoiler, subject of oh, drug addiction. That's the that's the twist. He just ruined the twist. No, I, I didn't say nothing except <laughs> drug addiction. <laughs> the only thing Ricardo, I said, Ricardo, Ricardo, Ricardo. How did you feel about this episode? Could you take us through, please? I didn't watch it. Also, before you go, every week. Who's your Ricardo these the week? days? I'm not gonna watch it for real. <laughs> <laughs> just a wing it. Um, <laughs> Like you, like, uh, like when you, when you went to school, we forgot to read the book you have to do the report on and you're just like, yeah, it's like uh, one thing TNG exports is corn. Yeah. Um, well, as as you can see by the cover, by the cover of the book, um, there are no, there are very few mice and there are more men than mice. (laughs) 
And that's part of the social disparity. Yeah. Where their men overtake the mice. Yeah. If they Even had an equal amount of mice to mice. men, it would be a great book. But I was I was really upset by the lack of mice in this book. Um <laughs> All right. Um, I laid out all these plans. (laughs) So, so the gang, they're in space. They're still, they're still exploring shit. And uh, I mean, the captain's still in charge, even though he's had so many things go wrong. (laughs) Oh, wait, wait, before you go. Yeah. Did you, did you have a Picard of the week? Oh, I do. I do. Um, I don't remember his name. Hold on. Hold on. Give me like a, like two seconds. We're going to cut this out. No, um, we're not. And <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. No, we're not. Um, he uh, he is a Picard. He's British. I'm 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 keeping them. I'm He's trying to keep Picard. them British. <laughs> He's a Picard. He's British, and his name is Henry Golding. Henry Golding. Who's that? Yeah, he was in. He was in Crazy Rich Asians. He was on Last Christmas. The Gentleman. Um, yeah. Oh, he's, okay. He's okay. a he's a Malaysian TV host, actor, model. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, and then he moved to England. Interesting. Yeah, his father okay. is English. Okay. Have and we seen him bald? Uh, no. But I, I mean, you could something? have a Picard not bald. Like, there's flashbacks. Yeah. We no, will no, see no, 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 no. Look, look. We we have to have a bald Picard. <laughs> it has to be bald. Yeah, yeah. You're the Star Trek nemesis yeah. like logic where all Picards must be bald. Yeah. Non-negotiable. No, it's called the um, the transporter <laughs> effect. Everyone's got to be like Jason Statham, uh, just Start a little balding on top. Anyway, that's my that's my Picard of the week, Henry Golding. Yeah, but in the meantime, Patrick Stewart is yeah. still in charge. Yeah, he's still in charge. They still haven't taken his command away. And um, they're in the Delo system, and they are some studying some bullshit, dude. Some some like <laughs> radiation or magnetic fields. I, I, no one really cares, dude. Um, it it seems like they put the ship at tremendous risk just yeah, to get a good yeah. look at these solar flares. Yeah, it's like hey, <laughs> I've never seen an, an eclipse. Let's get really close to the sun and see what it's really about, dude. Uh, and uh, they get really close, and there's radiations. There's there's things happening to their instrumentation that is like really fucked up, and for. Like they keep saying, "Hey, we're gonna shift everything to to yellow alert, right? Mm-hmm. Not red alert, yellow alert, because you know things are gonna be going off. Everyone's got to be at the, their station, then they're got to be in, on high alert. Just a dash of panic. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> but you know what? Let's keep this fucking stupid ensign, this bitch ass fucking Wesley. Let's let's put him in fucking the bridge because uh, you know we we're not in danger right now. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Is he an ensign? Already? Yeah, um, he's been an ensign for yeah, a while. Yeah. Oh, how come he hasn't, well, well, like, how well, he's he still an acting ensign. sweater? He's, he's an acting ensign. He's always been an acting ensign for a while. Mm, yeah, acting the right. fool. Acting, okay, fine. I'll take <laughs> yeah. acting. Yeah, yeah. So, um, th- there's shit happening to people's consoles. They're all shining. There's weird shit happening, dude. Solar flares. Uh, and, and they get a, they suddenly get a distress signal. And they're like, okay. And get in. Picard's like, fuck, get us closer, dude. We've got to see what's up with this bullshit, dude. And as they get closer and closer, they realize that there's um, space truckers again <laughs> yeah. out and about. Essentially. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's more space truckers. Yeah. And and these space truckers are falling closer and closer uh, into orbit. And eventually, they're just going to get sucked up by the fucking sun and die. Um, and... <laughs> 
<laughs> These guys are very stupid. Um, <laughs> what is their clan of people called? The the, the Brekkas. The well, stupid. Um, I think the Goatheads. Ornarans are the ones who are in the freighter. Okay. Or wait, or, no, they're all together, right? They're all in the freighter. Yeah, they're right, all in the right. freighter because they're they're about to make a deal. But you find out that later. But they they there's two groups of people that are there. Um, it's funny because there's a bunch of space truckers and the ship seems big, but there's only a total of six people there. Yeah. On the well, show. that happens. That's like a that's a thing that happens in like Alien too, right? Where, I guess yeah, so. Sure. But for people that stupid, it seems like <laughs> you know it takes at least ten people to screw in a light bulb when they're that stupid. <laughs> uh, and these uh, these dumb fucks that are in this fucking space truck, uh, they're like, "Hey, um, we're falling to orbit. We don't know what to do. Can you tell us what to do?" And they're like, "Yeah, well, we're gonna try to pull you out of orbit with a tractor beam, and the tractor mm-hmm. beam doesn't work." <laughs> they keep falling closer and closer yeah, to because of to the, the fucking electromagnetic yeah. radiation. Yeah, they keep getting closer and closer to this planet. It's not the sun, actually. I think. Yeah, um, they're just falling into a planet. They're just yeah, they're trying yeah. to be in orbit around it, and yeah, they failed. And they're like, hey, you you know that coil, the PW three coil. Uh, you just gotta line it, and then uh, it'll be fine. We'll even send you a coil. Send it on over. You guys fix it up, and you guys will fly right out of there. And they're like, sure, sure. Um, what is that coil? <laughs> and they start asking very dumb questions. Yeah. Um, how do you You're- realign it? And they're like, okay, well, here are the instructions. They're like, yeah, we don't know how to do that, dude. There's no one here that can know. Tim, do you know how to do that? And he's like, and he's like, nah, dude. <laughs> they're not. They're not just dumb. They have like, it's like they're stoned and have no motivation at all. Well, it's like yeah. when they try to tractor beam them out and it failed. They were like, I'm so sorry, the tractor beam's not working. They're like. It's fine, man. Thanks for trying. You know, so like, yeah, yeah. Like well, they, they're just like whatever. At least you tried. Um, <laughs> I don't know if this is them trying to like depict a a stoned crew or not. I think they're trying to. Like, I think I, this 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 smacks of we don't know how people who are high act. Yep. So yep, yep. we're gonna- <laughs> it's a bunch of uh, white ac- uh, writers that have never <laughs> been high, apparently. <laughs> so in one scene, they'll be stoned yeah. like they're they've been smoking. But in another scene, they're going to be jonesing like they are on heroin because there's no difference. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like an omni drug. Every illicit <laughs> substance known to man and all the side every effects possible symptom, every possible side effect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're. <laughs> They are, uh, they're like, well, we can't get this coil fixed. It's fucked. And then um, the, uh, the, they, they think the people on the bridge of the enterprise, they're like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're, you guys go to your transporter room. Uh, we'll try to get Jason Statham to work on it. Mm-hmm. And we're going to beam you guys back to our ship. So you guys get saved. So they're going to beam up six people. And they still can't figure that out. They're like, yeah. what? Who? Where? <laughs> we don't uh, really do that. Yeah. How do we do that? It reminds me of conversations <laughs> I've had at work with some people. Well, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and so they, uh, they track, they, what, they, not hologram. What is it called? They teleport. Yeah, they, they transport. They, they, they yeah. transport uh, the first pe- person, I guess. It's supposed to be a person. Yeah. And instead of a person, this cargo thing shows up. Yeah, yeah. These like it's so it's hard to describe. It's just a bunch of cylinders. Yeah, it looks like it's a, like it's like gas tanks. Yeah, uh, pretty much yeah, tanks. Uh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And they're like, "Hey guys, you guys ship. You guys sent over fucking cargo instead of saving y- yourselves." And they're like, "Uh, yeah, we'll just uh, we're fine. We're fine. We'll, we'll get there." And then finally, they beam up people, and it turns out that they they only get saved four out of six, and nobody seems worried. 
that two people just fucking died. Yeah. At yeah, all. N- no one at all. And at no. first, the Starfleet officer is like, aren't you a little more concerned about those yeah. two who died? And then and they're as like, soon no, no, as they're no, no. like, they're like eh. no, our cargo, our cargo, where's their cargo? Then Starfleet also forgets about those two. <laughs> yeah. 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 They aren't even named. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not even clear whether they were Brekkins or Onarans. Yeah. They're just dead now. But no one gives a shit. <laughs> and and it quickly, you realize like, oh, one of the writers saw some fucking 2020 or a curtain affair segment where they're talking <laughs> about the crack epidemic and they decided, Oh, we'll fucking write it into the fucking show. Um, knowing nothing, knowing probably nothing about ever being high or, or to taking drugs or how anything works. Thanks president Ronnie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bitch is Ronnie. Um, and then, so these guys, they, they take into the cargo hold. So, so they get to see that their cargo is there and they're all happy and they're like, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, so, so basically it's two groups of people. It's the people that are jonesing for the drugs and the mm-hmm. people that are providing the drugs, which are, mm-hmm. so like you have like, look, if I had to describe them, they're like redneck people, you know, that are looking to score some meth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have like space overalls on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like, um, I like that Jennifer Lawrence movie that made her popular. What's it called? Um, um the Hunter Hunger Games? No, nah, the one before that. We're like, oh, the, the one where she, she was, um, like Missouri. This is a misery. It's like they had to, there's a scene where they had to like dump a body, you know, in a lake or something yeah winter's bone winter's, winter's bone. bone there we go yeah, there we go yeah, 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 yeah. and then you have these two like upper like up, like uppity fucking rich fucking people <laughs> that are that have the um the drugs that these dudes need the right meth. Mm-hmm. and they're like they're like yeah so like this is our stuff because you didn't provide the goods that we were supposed to trade with but but the thing is all of this is under the pretense that they lie to to the enterprise yeah and pretend that this is all under the pretense that this is medicine. Yeah, yeah. They're like, they're like, look, we need this medicine for our people back home and ourselves. Um, well, they didn't even say for ourselves. They just say we need this this medicine for the people ba- back in our home. Well, what's strange is that at first they actually withhold the fact that it is medicine. Yeah. Or like it takes a while for them to say what they believe mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. Right, because because the Breckians truly believe it's medicine. Yeah. Whereas the Sorry, the Breckians, the the rich people, the Breckians are the assholes. Yeah, okay. The Ornarans so, are the ones yeah. who own. Okay, so the Ornarans believe it's truly medicine. Yeah, and then the Breckians are the ones who secretly know it's not medicine. Although Drugs. it can be used as medicine, but basically, it's basically like the it's the opioid crisis, right? Now. Exactly. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's literally what's it going. Has on. Really bad side effect. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah. you quickly realize like that. Well, I mean, we're not. We're not spoiling anything because you're watching this. You're listening to this with us. So yeah, exactly. Um, you quickly realize like that these people both came from like they kind of originated from the same group of people, right? Mm-hmm. It's so almost like both, a Vulcan Romulan situation. Yeah, yeah. They had they had the kind of the same DNA and this they had the same ailments. Mm-hmm. And these rich fuckers cured themselves with this medicine, but quickly realized that it was a drug, so they got off of it. They had withdrawals, but they got off of it. But then they had this other group of people the space truckers and they wanted stuff from them. So they didn't tell them, Hey, stop taking that because you're cured already. Now it's Mm -hmm. just a drug and they kept taking it and now they've become addicted to it. So now they need it. And these rich folk are taking advantage of them by, by, you know, trading goods with them. And now they both kind of need them, need each other. But one of them is definitely taking advantage of the other. The crazy thing about the Breckians is that they reveal that, um, making and exporting that drug to Ornara was their only yeah. like, source of 
anything. Which like, is yeah. their entire economy and planet that, yeah. is that's impossible. On that. That, that's, <laughs> like, that, that's a little crazy. Even even like fucking like like Hawaii is like the most like for example, Hawaii is like the most like centered on one type of industry for like their economy as much as you can get like just tourism oh, but even then they I have it was farms almonds. yeah i thought yeah, you didn't say have... pineapples yeah yeah they they yeah exactly but they do have farms they have other fishing they have other things going on it's impossible for an entire society to be based on drugs they have pretty decent <laughs> weed though. Well, like an entire planet like, yeah an entire goddamn planet. planet yeah that's impossible like that doesn't yeah, yeah so so basically immediately um, they start ha- like tra- they're trying to negotiate. Like, hey, so like you have to give us this drug because we'll die. So they're in- they're in a weird predicament, and like it- we should just get it out of the way, and then we could kind of talk about the different like scenes. But uh, basically, so what is the pri- what is what what is violating the prime directive? <laughs> so <laughs> so that's the problem of every prime directive episode, right? Yeah, because. If we're skipping ahead, let's just get to the ending where he's yeah. like, he's like, okay, sure. Um, I need, I can't violate the prime directive by directly intervening and telling the, the Ornarans, Hey, you're not actually, you don't actually have a plague anymore. You guys are just addicted to opioids. Right? Yeah. But why can't he, what in the prime, what I'm asking is what in the prime directive prevents him from doing that? See, you don't really know because, <laughs> because then the way Picard cleverly subverts that by, but still sticks to the prime directive is say, oh, those coils, those magnetic coils you were going to give you, we're no longer going to give them to you. And then the, the Breckians are like, if you do that, that, that means we can no longer trade with the Ornarans, which means they'll no longer get a supply of the drugs. But they don't say that they, they don't say drugs. They say the medicine out loud. Right. So inadvertently, Picard is like not like, inadvertently, but in an indirect way, he is cutting off their supply. Right, of drugs. he's making an entire planet go cold turkey. Yeah, and it's like that doesn't make the much sense because you offer to give them the coils in the first place. So oh, yeah, like it, it's really weird to make that offer and then rescind it. Yeah, and on top of that, it's been established in the past that if you are an alien species that is a capable of space, they're probably capable of warp drive too. you know, not just space travel because they have transporters. And yeah, shit. yeah, of course. So isn't that advanced enough to interact with as a regular species? It's I don't really know if weird. maybe the writers of the show kind of tried to make it seem as though they weren't capable of warp travel yet because Jordy says, well, they haven't advanced much in those 200 years. But it's that doesn't that doesn't necessarily rule it out though cuz like no, no it doesn't rule humans, it out, but like when humans great got warp drive, like they were basically kind of like us but with laser guns. Like there was that that's the level of technology they were at. Like so they were also super primitive. So I don't understand what the exact level. So I think I think the writers try to because because we never know we never learn directly what's in the prime directive. That's the way the writers get around it by never explicitly stating what the rules are. And there's like a, a little conversation Picard has with Beverly at the end of the show where he sort of oh, I, I've actually pulled the clip. So let's just listen to it really quickly here. When the Felicium runs out, the people of Anara will suffer horrible withdrawal pains. No doubt that they will pass. That seems so cruel. We could have made their burden easier. Could we have? Perhaps in the short term. To what end? Hold. 
Beverly, the Prime Directive is not just a set of rules. It is a philosophy, and a very correct one. History has proved again and again that whenever mankind interferes with a less developed civilization, no matter how well-intentioned that interference may be, the results are invariably disastrous. It's hard to be philosophical when faced with suffering. Believe me, Beverly, there was only one decision. I just hope it was the right one. And we may never know. It's weird because I think the writers are actually using that ending clip, that, that line, to sort of imply that the prime directive is you have to like use your best judgment. It's not like a set of strict rules. And I think the only like like so far this episode is maybe the most logical way of approaching prime because there were other prime directive directive episodes before this, but I think they were pretty dumb in terms of sort of their inconsistency. And I think this episode tries to talk about the consistency by being like, okay, maybe at first we thought they were more advanced than they were. So that's why we were willing to help them. But then now that we realize that they're not very advanced, we're going to take it back. But that seems like a stretch too. It seems like the writers are just trying to cover. No, yeah. Like everything about it feels so, so messy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And it's never, and I feel like it's a problem that they've never, like, at least as far as I've seen, they never successfully solved. Have they, have they now released like the prime directives? We still actually don't know exactly what's in it. Like apparently there is like, it's, it's weird because like there's, there's lots of different, um, not fake, but like non-canon, I guess, interpretations of when it's what's in it. I think in Voyager, they had like lines that are specifically from the prime directive. But I think what also makes it really confusing is that the prime directive is apparently like, like a big document, like, like apparently there's a bunch of, it's like almost like a constitution of like, uh, it has like a bunch of different orders that are part of the entire thing you call the prime directive so that makes it really confusing so i think that's why ultimately a lot of people just go and eh, we're just going to try to interpret it and we don't really know what it is or isn't going to has be has there ever been know. an instance of people citing pieces of the prime directive like article such and such sections such and such <sighs> of the prime directive states and i quote blah 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 blue star trek noise i don't no, I feel like I feel like Voyager may have done that. And I know there is like non-canon books that go, this is what the prime directive is and it lays it out. But I don't think it's ever men- mentioned in like a canonical episode in a very direct way where they use it like a document, even hmm. though it apparently exists as a document. I don't know. It, yeah. Basically, it's it's a it's basically used as an interesting sci-fi idea. And like, and the core of what Picard says is true. It's like, hey. Yeah, like the way Picard frames it in his little speech there makes it almost as though the prime directive is based on like, almost like a remorseful history of of, of human events where it's like every time where like some like self-proclaimed, like more advanced quote unquote civilization decides upon themselves to like, you know, essentially colonize another place or take over a place or exploit like you know a lesser or, or a less advanced civilization it seems like those examples are what kind of guided them to come up with this uh directive along with other examples in which 
you know, less malicious intents still nevertheless resulted in bad outcomes? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's almost like it's this it's like they're trying to be as anti-colonialist as they can be. Which is kind the, of funny because they like then they colonize like crazy. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah not only that, but like <laughs> the, it, the, there's also always this like general undercurrent of like, well, we still know that we're the correct civilization, right? Like, yeah, the, yeah. Like, they, they, like there's, there's always this unspoken, yeah. like you know, assumption. It's like, yeah, but we're the we're right. We're we're the humans. You know, we're, we're and, the protags. And, we're good. And they're all a bunch. They're mo- they're all a bunch of mostly white people. Yeah, like they're, and they're basically, crazy. Basically, basically yeah. asserting crazy the fact that they're correct. So you know, a crazy all, passport. Is the prime directive <laughs> laws or are they just guidelines? There's a. Po- I don't see. That's another thing. Like, apparently, it is a they collection can't of be laws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but 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 that's the thing. You can be court-martialed based on your violation of the Prime Directive. So I don't know what it is. There's still murder, right? In in, in this world, right? And there's still yeah. rape and all the yeah, yeah. And like I think though, I think what Star Trek attempts to work towards is like I think they're trying to do more of like a restorative justice sort of thing, where like if something went really bad, they try to like. But there's definitely jail. That's definitely a thing in Star Trek. Um, and I don't know, like I, 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 these are, these are the aspects of society that when Gene Roddenberry made the series, they were like, okay, we're, we've gone beyond that, but these things still exist in the background and we don't really talk about it. You know, <laughs> like there's a lot of things where like a Star Trek, like whatever canon says like, Hey, we no longer have money. There's no, we're not a money based society anymore. Right. But then how the fuck do you do anything with other, any other civilization that uses money? Right. right? Like sex which work. Is- <laughs> it's pure it's pure <laughs> and like then how do you ha- and also it's like then i mean i mean to be honest it's like then how do you have like careers in star trek yeah I've like a bunch of fucking people that are <laughs> like like, like, I, like arts I know, degrees <laughs> like i know that like you know <laughs> that, i know that money is not like the driving force of everyone's career obviously but like but there's a lot of menial tasks in star trek world where you're like hey i'm the guy in engineering who just watches the whatever right and yeah, if, you're, if you're that guy what what why do you keep doing that if <laughs> i don't know like yeah there's something about like the the society or like the world of star trek that feels like we we tried our best to imagine a society that's better than us, and we we never quite succeeded. Yeah, and we don't really have the answers as to how. Yeah, we, like we're, <laughs> in the end, we're, we're we're stuck being human here. Yeah, it we're, like it just give us a break. Yeah, it's, it's it's just like what what how do how do people who are not very successful at society get by? You know what it's you like. Know, like- it's like when a writer tries to write like a. Like the Riddler or a gene or any other genius character that's smarter than they actually are. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, well, um, you know, then they come up with these vague concepts and like ideas that sound pretty good. But then as soon as you start scrutinizing a little bit and digging in, it's like, wait, wait, what? Yeah. What, what yeah, do you yeah. mean? Like, how is that? What? Yeah. That's one of the things about Star Trek society is that it, it, despite all of the technical manuals and stuff that really explains things in the technical side, like when you avoid, when you like not avoid, but like you take a close look at how society is supposed to work, it, it just kind of falls apart. Like you, like the like the biggest example is fucking uh, uh Cisco Captain Cisco's dad's restaurant in New Orleans, and you're like, how how do you have a restaurant in an economy 
that's not based on money. And I guess your restaurant is like historically preserved, but then you just make food all day for no reason. Like, I don't like I don't Did understand. They, like, this is a this is a tangent at this point, but I just got really curious because you're talking about it again. Like that restaurant, do they use any replicator technology? No, that's what makes it famous is that he makes everything from scratch. If I remember correctly, it's been a while since I've watched DS9. OK, then from whence does he source his his ingredients? I don't know. God damn it. <laughs> I imagine it's from a farm. They're organic, because, dude. Yeah, well, I, well, I imagine it's from a farm because there are still some things in the Star Trek universe where it's prized. Because I was being, about like, to say, if you just replicate made. the individual ingredients, that's bullshit. <laughs> no, like, for example, Picard's family owns vineyards, right? So that's right. why their wine is, you know, f- famed for being real, not replicated, you know. And then, like, it's also like a running joke. Wait, on- is there a canonically in-universe, like, popular Picard wine? I, I think... <laughs> I think so. Oh, it's a California wine by <laughs> Paul Marzon. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the French. Oh, hey, the French. this is this is good lore I'm learning today. <laughs> it, look, what it comes down to is that these prime dir- directive episodes are ass. They don't. Well, they're not good, dude. <laughs> they're can of worms that you never want to open. That's a problem. Yeah. It's like a time travel plot because like it doesn't make sense, but it allows for interesting kind of, situations yeah. to occur. Mm-hmm. But when you look at it closely, you're like, why did that happen? It doesn't yeah. make a lot of sense. And I, then I, you're like, eh. I'm a bigger sucker for time travel. though. Yeah, me too. Me too. Like, yeah, time travel is like a lot of fun. This is just more like, why are you doing that? Is this our <laughs> third prime directive episode or second? I think it's our third. Justice was one. And then I forget what the other. We definitely had another one at least this I, season. Um, The Discount Wakanda episode. Yeah, that was definitely yeah, one as well. Yeah. That was the first one where I, uh, I think yeah. that was definitely like we're white people. We're superior to this race. And yeah. it was like Ugh, <laughs> really weird. I, I, I don't like them. I, every time I'm starting to dread them now because <laughs> they're not good. It just like there, there's more questions than there are answers in a bad way. You know? Yeah, isn't it like like mm-hmm. I, I like like I said last episode? I honestly think TNG doesn't get the prime directive right until towards the last two seasons. That's when they have an episode. I forget what it's called, but basically it's another prime directive episode. But you're like you're like okay, you're there is no logical inconsistency here. You're doing it correctly. So and it makes a lot more sense. I think early on because that's the problem is that if you don't, it's like it's like when a horror movie doesn't set the ground rules, you know. For like, no, like, yeah, it fo- it, like it follows, much doesn't like set that. the ground rules, you know, for like, what is the it follows creature capable of or not, you know, give why her- suddenly give you herpes. <laughs> it's like, why is it so powerful here? But then later you can shoot it with a shotgun, you know, like it's, it's unclear. You got it wet <laughs> mm, like a gremlin, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, but see, but see gremlins, very clear rules. And True. you're like, okay, sure. That, that sets the t- understands where the oh, wait, 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 hold on how clear is after midnight yeah that's true that's always like a, no, a fuck off with point. that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's always a sticking point of yeah also isn't water always in the air you know like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if what if it's really foggy out you know there's like a saturation point <laughs> if the humi- if they're in florida and the humidity is really high. <laughs> yeah you have to keep a humidity like, you have to keep a barometer near you at all times <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a strange, strange setup. Like we, we kind of rushed through the whole episode, but basically it boils down to, yeah, we're, and there's also, there's another thing I wanted to bring up, which I got a clip of, um, which is, um, there's like a really infamous, we're doing a PSA moment here with Wesley. And then oh, let me yeah. bring, let oh, me bring yeah. that up really quick. Yeah. That's true. Data, 
I can understand how this could happen to the Arnarns. What I can't understand is why anyone would voluntarily become dependent on a chemical. Voluntary addiction to drugs is a recurrent theme in many cultures. Wesley, no one wants to become dependent. That happens later. But it does happen. So why do people start? On my home planet, there was so much poverty and violence that for some, the only escape is through drugs. How can a chemical substance provide an escape? It doesn't. But it makes you think it does. You have to understand, drugs can make you feel good. They make you feel on top of the world. You're happy, sure of yourself, in control. Sign me up. But it's artificial. It doesn't feel artificial until the drug wears off. Then you pay the price. Before you know it, you're taking the drug not to feel good, but to keep from feeling bad. And that's the trap. All you care about is getting your next dosage. Nothing else matters. I guess I just don't understand. Wesley, I hope you never do. So, so how could how could Wesley not? His mom's a doctor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. It, uh, but it, it proves it proves my point that she's a fucking deadbeat mom, dude. <laughs> she okay. never told him anything. This, by the this way. is like this is the Starfleet Society, the advanced society yeah. we were talking about. It's very possible that addiction is something that is kind of not really a problem in the environments Wesley was raised in. But there's, there's, so. There should still be some awareness. Yeah. Of like- <laughs> but the whole time when I was watching the episode and. and- you're thinking too scene. small, Marvin. Oh, you're not. You're not imagining a good enough civilization <laughs> later. When uh, when I was watching that that episode, what when I was watching the episode and I was watching that scene, this is all I could think about. Get out of here, Dewey! What are y'all doing in here? We're smoking reefer, <laughs> and you don't want no part of this shit. You're smoking reefers? Yeah, of course we are. Can't you smell it? No, Sam. <laughs> I can't. Come on, Dewey. Join the party. No, Dewey. You don't want this. Get out of here. You know what? I don't want no hangover. I can't get no hangover. It doesn't give you a hangover. <laughs> well, I get addicted to it or something? It's not habit forming. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I don't want to overdose on it. You can't OD on it. <laughs> it's not going to make me want to have sex, is it? It makes sex even better. Sounds kind of expensive. It's the cheapest drug there is. <laughs> That's, no, I just wanted somebody to tell, <laughs> like, run down that speech. With what uh, if, wait, what if Worf came out from the other side of like, Tasha and was like, actually, like, Klingons yeah. love drugs. Yeah, we love <laughs> we love this herb that grows from the ground. It's called uh, like it is fun watching Tasha feel or like seem to like talk about the perils of drugs in such a happy way <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. it makes you feel makes good, you feel good. <laughs> I bet you she's like an ecstasy person like man <laughs> i miss it yeah you want well, to just like touch everything and you but, want people to touch you <laughs> oh but yeah it's, it totally seems like her. so hypocritical when they all drink and drinking is yeah, just drugs yeah, yeah it's the same thing yeah <laughs> like, yeah there's a whole episode where they're super also wesley knows exactly what it's like to yeah. be he got high because he was drunk in the naked now. Yeah, this yeah. is the same fucking thing. It's 
Yeah. Well, they feel a little different, I'll, I'll imagine. Yeah, that's a little different, but he it's like when he asks, how could a chemical make you feel good? It's like you fucking already felt it, you piece of shit. <laughs> I, I just don't know how like the captain could allow like the, these people were clearly taking advantage of the other people. And like, look, I get it. They need each other. But there's got to be like he could have been diplomatic about it and being like, are, you guys are just addi- addicted to this. If you just well, wait a bit, you'll you'll pull through. Directive. He's not allowed to even tell them that for yeah, some reason. F- but he's constantly violating the prime directive. It doesn't fucking matter. That's exactly yeah, the like, problem. You try to deal with that loophole of like, well, this is information you already know. Yeah. Like, I mean, you're also having a very tense conversation with them, trying to influence what they do. Yeah, I don't know, man. It, it's this. This just doesn't. It, they're they're like ahas. Don't feel like they're actually. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, yeah. They, like they didn't actually figure it out, you know. It's, like, it's like they, yeah, they, they, they were trying to write a, a clever thing, but it doesn't quite yeah. mesh. Mm, it's lame, dude. I, I <laughs> wanted Jason Statham to come out and just beat the shit out of everybody. Right? <laughs> You're transporting yeah, like, drugs. Pretty much yeah. any mediocre <laughs> episode would be improved yeah. greatly yeah. by inserting a Jason Statham kick-ass scene. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Jason, if Jason Statham was on the on the Syndrome planet, like yeah. those robots would have no chance, right? Yeah. Like, the the sex would, robots. I kind of wanted to have a catchphrase like "It's Statham time." Yeah, <laughs> it's transport it's like time. <laughs> it's transporting time. <laughs> uh, by the way, this is this is a scene. By the way, okay, before we get to the scene, I was going to talk about. For some reason, everyone has uh, like thunder powers. Like oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like it's, that. It's 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 like inconsequential to the plot. But they, they were holding, they just needed, they were holding to, they just needed to give them a weapon that yeah. that they could set up early on and have <laughs> still on them when they need to threaten Riker. It, for it, it wasn't even. It was like Jubilee from the X Men's power. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. Basically useless. Yeah, it was like static shock, like a little bit of electricity. <laughs> But the funny part is it it makes for a scene that completely breaks the tone because when he when the the Onarian guy grabs Riker, Riker is stuck in that pose. Yeah, his face, he's, face. He's got this frozen O face where <laughs> it's good. He's he constantly can't deal with it. And then when uh, he finally gets let go, he goes, "Oh, my insides are still shaking." <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, fine. So though. maybe Don't they're not electrical it. powers. Maybe they're like the shocker. <laughs> they're just vibrators. They're like really like. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Basically, <laughs> they vibrate. It's like the flash. They're vibrating so much it creates like an electrical field. <laughs> uh, there's also uh, one really fun little uh, little Easter egg uh, that's towards the end of the episode. You know the shot where um, Picard and Beverly are walking out of the the the, the, the what's it called the cargo Turbolift. bay. And they're going into the turbo lift. Oh, going into. Okay. Yeah. In the background, you see Tasha Yar mm-hmm. and she waves as the door closes. She waves at the camera. Uh, the really? director told, yeah, the director told her to do that because he thought it'd be a fun little Easter egg. <laughs> but oh, yeah, I didn't even wait. Hold on. Yeah. It's like, it's like a blink. You'll blink and you'll miss it. But way in the background um, in the shot where Picard and Beverly are entering the turbo lift, you'll see Tasha just really quickly doing a wave as the doors close. Just fun. It's a fun detail. But yeah, that was uh a really roundabout synopsis of symbiosis. This is, this is a very, this is this type of a uh, synopsis is kind of like our first episode where we were all over the place and kind I of, I guess. Just, yeah. It's been a while since we were this like, um, scattered in terms of where in the plot we were talking about. Yeah. I mean, like 
I mean, it's 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 interesting because the 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 twist is there. Like there obviously is a twist, but because of the way they act, you kind of are like telegraphed what the issue is. they because they they're acting like they're going through heroin withdrawal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you know what's going, if you you know ever seen anything like that, you're like, oh yeah, they're they're they need some drugs. <laughs> and not even if you've seen, if you've seen any after school special, you yeah, know what's going on? Yeah, exactly. Which is basically this is the equivalent of Star Trek's after school special of yeah, don't don't let drugs get you. Just real don't. quick, can we talk about that guy on the home planet who like broadcasts up to them? It's like, hey, where's my guys? And then they like, here are your guys. It's like, hey, you got the stuff. Uh, we're trying to get you stuff. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> That's their leader. <laughs> that reminds me of the Dave Chappelle, like, you know, the president is addicted to crack. You know, joke? Yeah. Where he's like, come on, baby, sign the treaty. I'll suck your dick. <laughs> And then the yeah, way that's they, all this was missing. The way they like get the drugs, it's it's like it's like a weird like little like um, it's funny the the little gizmo that like makes the drug. They put the the little pellet of drugs in yeah. this little hole, but the whole thing looks like a like a starter from a car. <laughs> well, what's funny is that it like, probably also, is yeah. also during that uh, scene, like um, you know the, the the jerk rich guy, he's like, oh, we like he starts talking like and getting waxing poetic about how. They managed to condense and and make it uh, like stronger and stronger and more potent. Every t- it's like, yeah, you're just describing drugs. Yeah, that's that's called heroin. Uh-huh. That's how <laughs> you're going making poppies. <laughs> that was quite uh, a few doses there. They think they said it was like over four billion in a canister. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of goddamn people. Yeah, and it lasts. It's a it's a long high. It apparently lasts seventy two hours. So that's really effective. That's a that's a good high. Right, give me some of that. Size <laughs> of that chicken. Yeah, Ricardo, what would you rate this episode? Man, by the way, the drug was called Felicium. <laughs> yeah, it was called Felicium because <laughs> it makes you happy. Get it, Felice? <laughs> Sick burn, dude. Um, <laughs> that was gonna burn at all. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> There's an explanation. Let's take burn on, on the writers. Um, uh, so, yeah, this is a hard episode to get through because it was so stupid. And like, so like, I, I'm, I, this is like the most hated episode I've watched so far. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah wow. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I would take a Wesley the, episode any day over this bullshit. It's probably because the prime directive is just wearing thin yeah. and, as a thing. And right? now that you don't tell me that it's not clear anywhere, I, I hate it even more. I don't like that. I don't like that. The, Look, I get it. You don't want to give away what the thing is, but after the show or after the next series, they should have said, hey, this is the prime directive. We fucking sat down and figured it out. This is what it is. But it's kind of a, a cop out because you keep fucking. Well, like, it's totally a cop out. It's, it's yeah. bullshit. I don't like it. It's um, it's it's basically an easy way to, to. But part of it is also because they went so long without explaining it that they now have so many different interpretations of the prime directive that can no longer be consistent with one written document. Yeah, it's like the Bible where everyone gets the wrong way. I get the feeling that a Star Trek, like a Trekkie scholar, would would tell you like there are eras of the Prime Directive and how it was interpreted. Oh God, (laughs) I don't. We don't want to talk. I bet you someone comment now. I'm sure there is like this eras of warp drive, right? Like when you saw the Stargazer do the warp drive. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And, but that's effect. cool because there are like visual effects to call back to. Yeah, that that's like a that's like an Easter egg almost, where you're like, oh, yeah, right, but you can't be like, they... oh man, I remember how they used to do the prime directive back then. 
Man, yeah, <laughs> good shit. Back then, you they could, had a loophole where you could just fuck them. Yeah, but back then, <laughs> early on, you could basically kill your friends, your friend, your the, the whoever, whatever girl you wanted to fuck, you could kill her husband, <laughs> and they let you get away with them. Oh, uh, it's like Old Testament, New Testament. Yeah, oh, Old Testament. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Old Prime Directive, New Prime Directive. Yeah. Old Testament's just TOS. <laughs> New Old Testament's Testament's the original series and Jesus is the next generation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh this, boy. This, this, oh, that's, this that's was, strong. I believe in that now. I, yeah. See, I, I, I can get behind that when they're like, look, this was, it was one way, but then we realized, ah, fuck it. Then, so we changed it. Yeah. So what's Voyager? Voyager, Voyager is like seventh day Adventists. And then, <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then uh, DS9. What's like a very DS9 is like Buddhism because they're very stationary. They don't move anywhere. And they're just there. So. Um. So my rating, <laughs> I would give it a two. And I'm being nice. Damn. Yeah. Damn. That's yeah. low. I think. I think the central, like if if you remove the prime directive idea, I think the central idea with the twist of like a society being fucked over by a drug addiction that is an interesting concept yeah but like in star trek is interesting but it's bumbled a lot yeah yeah like it's telegraphed a lot you immediately know what's going on like i I didn't remember this episode that well but you can immediately tell they have a drug problem yeah i kind of forgot the whole dang thing and actually um at first uh before they just straight up called it a drug addiction i was starting to wonder it's like is this like one of those conspiracy big pharma types of you know stories where it's like hey yeah. the manufacturers i mean essentially it is kind of that where it's like the manufacturers of the quote-unquote medicine are what's making you sick you know yeah exactly it's so, like classic so, conspiracy it's already all there so you already had the tone of that being there so like it, the twist doesn't really work prime directives annoying you know so mm-hmm. i think i give it like a five four or five somewhere there because just because like i think you could have made it it's also part of what kind of gives it away is that they're fucking high at the beginning so like yeah but they, like weed high at first yeah and they're then total they turn stoners into- at the beginning and you're like yeah they're high like you immediately think they're high like there's no other way or actually more like way. um o- opioid high i guess yeah i guess i guess at that point they were high but their high went off because it wasn't just that they were like forgetful and like you know like kind of scatterbrained but they were also like i don't give a fuck about nothing except this shit <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Put that shit on the transporter. We got (laughs) to preserve it now. (laughs) And what's funny is that the Breckians were were completely on board with that. Yep, preserve that. Put that on the board. (laughs) Put that on the transporter first. We'll come later. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird, huh? Yeah, the Breckians should have been clear-headed about it. How come they were like, no, 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 we're coming. Yeah. Transport us, please. We'll we'll figure this out later. And we have more of this shit. Like, we'll, let's get to safety. The whole planet making this. Our whole planet. Yeah. In fact, why weren't they on the comms saying like, uh, these guys are high as shit. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. (laughs) Please save us. We are burning up on this shit too. Yeah. 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 We're high as shit. Send some <laughs> send some some iced tea over or something. Okay, I was, gonna, I was gonna call this a four point five, but now it's a four. It's a four now. Too high. Yeah, dude. yeah. it's too high. <laughs> <laughs> They're too high. Oh no. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. I watched this episode really late last night, and um, I wasn't high enough, man. <laughs> <laughs> you had to get. 
even yeah, higher. Yeah, you have to get true. you have to get adequately high to enjoy a very special episode of anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, what? Are, yeah, <laughs> so what ironic. Is so ironic. Yeah, exactly. You get high and watch the after school special of everyone being high, and that's yeah, just sitting in the corner coughing and laughing at the kid. <laughs> yeah, it's like watching that episode of Fresh Prince where Will gets shot. You know, and then, but you're holding a gun as you're watching it. Yeah. <laughs> and just lazily shooting around your room. Yeah. La- lazily spinning, doing revolver ocelot book gun spins as you're watching. <laughs> Try to turn off the light by shooting the switch. <laughs> and and turning there. Turning five guns into one gun. No, one gun into five guns. Oh, one gun to five guns. I'm sorry. I went backwards. You have to increase the number yeah. of guns. What are you talking about? You, you, gotta, do, you gotta do your gun katas. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this episode was a mess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Symbiosis. Um, yeah, this is a, it's a don't worry about it episode. Uh, next episode, it is a very controversial episode. Next episode is Skin of Evil, and I've told Ricardo, please don't read anything about it, watch anything about it, because it's, it's oh, very... you were talking about the next episode. This episode too, though. Because okay. as a part yeah, of this, this episode, episode, I could have read anything. You sh- this episode, I could have watched even higher. So you should have said, "Hey, get <laughs> adequately high to watch this episode." It's a fucking sad episode. Hey, you do- it was a very special episode. You yeah. do you. You get high as you think you need to. Okay, okay, Ricardo. It's crazy man. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, nothing was stopping you from getting high as an episode played. That's true. That's true. <laughs> All right, Symbiosis, is, uh, this is Newbie Star Trek. If yeah. you wanted to see more episodes, you can go to N-E-W-B-I-E, StarTrek.com, or, you know, wherever you listen to podcasts, literally anywhere at this point. And we also have our other podcast, the uh, Fugitive Frames Film Podcast, which should have a new episode up very soon, I it's believe. Up, it's up, it's up right now. It's up right now, oh yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, damn, yeah, I didn't dude, get that. Dude. And, that, and <clears throat> there'll be a new episode uh, at the end of the month as well. Sick, um, yeah, I, I was seeing you behind the scenes updating things. I was like, ooh, yeah. it's going. Yeah. It's going, it's happening. Um, it's happening, cool. yes. Um, hey, if you guys like the sweet, sweet taste of espresso <laughs> snowflake, or cherry gummies, <laughs> or uh, huckleberry gummies, <laughs> Uh, go on and go ahead and log on to ease ease.com. <laughs> very easy to do. Uh, they have all your tinctures, your chocolates, your edibles, uh, <laughs> your herbs, your old time. If you, if you're like a hipster and you're like, I only like old timey herbs. They have that dude. Get as high as Wesley looks in that one episode where we really high. <laughs> um, Get uh, crazed looking, yeah, like get Wesley. Looking, yeah. Get as he's crunk as Wesley. Yeah, he's yeah. pushing the buttons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and the, and and, the and engineer then... lady is telling him, "You can't do that. Yeah, you don't know what you're doing." <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, go there, go to Ease, and then tell them in the comment section that that they should sponsor our podcast. <laughs> Uh, Tell them that not sponsoring our podcast would be in violation of the Prime Track. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <tell> them that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, not interfering with our podcast is no, violating? Not, not, not sponsoring us is in violation of the Prime Track. Yeah, yeah. They have, mm. to. They have to sponsor us. Yeah. Otherwise, they're in violation. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's about as clear as the rest of it. So that works <laughs> and, for me. Yeah. And if you live in one of the states where it's still legal, I'm sorry. I oh my god! Okay, this is completely random, but I'm just looking at Star Trek stats. I mean, um, uh, the the podcast stats, okay. and it's like it's like randomly. Hey, 
this week extra 420 yeah dude yes dude yo exactly extra your podcast downloads went up 420 yeah dude the last few days hot damn look i don't know what the number means but it says 420 and i'm like all right great oh yeah dude they know what's up if you are suffering from ailments like joint pain or like muscle pain you like work out get yourself some balm some fucking weed balm put that on your skin rubs it on the skins and the pains goes away Mm -hmm. it's true yeah just like that movie yeah yeah it's like the head on would you fuck me or fuck me um <laughs> is that what we're talking about? No. Sure. Sure. Oh, let's just let's just say we, yeah. we're talking about fucking um Sands of the Lambs. Would you smoke me? I'd smoke me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why did you have a Luke Picard accent in a little bit? And that it was like it was like Buffalo Luke Picard. Uh, well I would. Just, you just, you uh, just I would get, fuck me. <laughs> I would fuck. <laughs> the funny part is that if you like, we're going to get more into Luke Picard's backstory. Hell yeah, but dude. when he was younger, he was a total like ladies man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he <laughs> killed his friend to be with his ladies. <laughs> <Still AKA is. laughs> Beverly Crusher. Uh, Crusher, yeah. I barely know her. Uh, 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 hey, hey, uh, actually, uh, I want to. I want to uh, get back to the episode. Actually, for just one second, I'm the king of bringing back shit that doesn't matter. <laughs> but check this out. I thought for sure that that Beverly Crusher at some point was was going to say, "This isn't a symbiotic relationship; it's a parasitic relationship." And she yeah. didn't. Yeah, and I she was never disappointed. Yeah. Also, Venom did not show up once in this fucking episode. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, what the hell? Yeah. No Tom Hardy in this episode. Eddie Brock, where you at? Yeah. Uh, it'd be like, you're, you're going to run like a turd in the wind. <laughs> what was up with his performance in that movie? He, he has, turned he into was, like Jerry Lewis when he was not. Because he, he was given no direction. Mm-hmm. They were just like, hey, bring your own clothes too. You know, like, that's why he's just dressed like a bum when he's, he's like, a human. hey, I'm a transplant in New York until like Venom gets on. It's like, hey, check it out. Oh, hey, what's going on? <laughs> That movie, that movie is both amazing and and horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was actually more fun than I was expecting. It's fun. So I was it's a ton of surprised. it's a ton of stupid fun. Yeah, it's, it's a very movie, dumb. It's a good fun. movie to watch. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good movie to watch while you're on Felicium. It's just yeah. A- <laughs> Felicium Navidad. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna say that earlier, but just or, cut myself off. Now Ricardo uh, can say it. He's allowed yeah. to say it. Allowed <laughs> to say it. <laughs> about you know what was, an, what was an interesting drug? The drug in Robocop 2. Remember that thing? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. The, I don't know what it was. It was called like Venom, wasn't it? I was it? It was called Venom. I think it was called Venom. Yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, well, Robocop well, 2 drug. Yeah. <laughs> nuke. Can, it was called yeah. Nuke. Nuke. Uh, that's okay. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Venom. Ah, same thing. That's that's like a that's like a like a different version of Venom called Nuke. I could I bet you that exists somewhere. That's a dumb enough name that it could be on the street. I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you it's a type of it's a strain of weed. Oh, dude. Oh, for sure. You gotta smoke oh. that nuke. Yeah, get nuked, man. Yeah. 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 Also Sick, bro. Uh, well. Well, our, our last spiel, we're, we have a YouTube channel. It's called Fugitive Games. Oh, crap. We were doing plugs. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> oh, we, we, we do Let's Plays. We're watching. Uh, not we're watching. We're playing. Well, I'm I'm watching Dan play 
Batman: The Enemy Within. I'm watching and, Marvin play L.A. Noir. Yeah, and that's that's been a buttload of fun. Both of those. Yeah, we're competing on who can com- be a better detective. <laughs> Spoilers: It's Batman because <laughs> Cole we Phelps know. is uh, he fails a lot. I'm, yeah, Cole uh, Phelps is no Batman. <laughs> no, no. I always chose to beat the people up. That was my go-to. <laughs> it's like, tell me the truth. No, I won't. Fuck you. Bam. Just go straight to beating people up, dude. <laughs> uh, next episode, we're going to be watching Skin of Evil, uh, the most controversial episode of the first season. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is quite controversial, I think. Skin oh, Thursday. wait. I think I remember why. Yeah. So that'll be next week, but in the next time... Thanks for listening, everybody. I know this is a weird one, but it was kind of a weird episode that we watched. Yeah. So, and you know, Prime Directive wears thin. So, we'll yeah, level. Yeah, it, it, like, look forward to the next time it pops up because we're just gonna be like, oh, this fucking shit again. <laughs> oh god, damn it! Fucking. It Prime does get Directive. better each time. Like, like, uh, what's it called? The the the, the Wakanda Planet one. That one's really bad. That's probably one of the worst Prime Directive ones ever. <laughs> but th- this one's this one's just uh, this one's better. So anyway, we'll see you guys next time. Stay safe. It's it's fucked up out there. So goodbye. Still, yeah. You can't OD on it. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering, like, what's that noise? Oh, okay, that's that noise. That was really cute. That was really cute. <laughs> <laughs>